Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Full of Joy podcast today. This is your host, Francesca, and I'm so excited to share another episode with you. So today I got to chat with my friend Lauren Nicole White about how she transitioned from the corporate world and working a nine to five job to actually following her passions and working for herself. In today's episode, Lauren shares advice for anyone looking to step into the social media world, how to have multiple streams of income, and adjusting your self-talk to become more positive and know that you are capable of achieving your biggest dreams. Lauren truly opens up and takes us behind the scenes of not only her business, but the ways that she has grown as an individual since starting her business. I absolutely love getting to chat with Lauren, and I felt so aligned and connected to her, and I hope that you do as well. I can't wait for you to hear everything that she has to share in this episode, so let's jump in. Yeah, let's just get started. So I want to hear how you got started. So take us back to the beginning, like share your story of how you made this big transition in your life to go from like makeup artists and corporate sales to now you work for yourself online. How did this happen and how can we do it? So about three plus years ago, I was working a corporate sales job, nine to five. Um, I was traveling and seeing clients three days a week. And I was also a new mom. So Madison was about four months old at that time. And I also did freelance makeup. So I was working every single day. I would sometimes have clients over at night for consultations. And I was working all weekends. Um, I'm an Enneagram three, if anyone knows. So I just don't stop and I take on more and more. Um, But I had this goal of, you know, being able to be my own boss and work for myself, but I never really saw the light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't know when that was going to happen. And I felt just very unfulfilled in the job that I was working. Um, You know, sales is great if you're passionate about it, but I just wasn't passionate about um, the position that I had, the company I was working for. And I kind of felt this whole, like, is this it? Is is this adulting? Is this, you know, what you do? You just work a job Monday through Friday, dread on Sunday when you have to wake up the next morning. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I always felt even as a young kid that there was more out there for me. I did dance and acting and all of these things. And I was just like, I'm not going to fit into this little mold. And I just knew that when I started working, you know, the corporate job, So, you know, I, I kind of was praying and just putting it out into the universe. Like if there was something where I could work with women, be inspired, work with other people who are like me, um, you know, have flexibility, spend more time with my daughter, but also somehow incorporate the beauty industry. I, I said all of this stuff before this even happened. I swear I was manifesting before I even knew what manifesting was, (laughs) um, and So then, you know, I found this beauty company and I knew at that moment, this was my way out. This isn't just my way out, but this is a whole different life that I can live. And when I started to get into it, you know, again, I was a new mom. I had a lot going on, but I knew that if I made sacrifices now, it would benefit me long-term. And then I would have that flexibility. I would no longer have to take my daughter to daycare and miss out on those little moments that I missed out on all the time because I was at work. 
And, you know, um, instead of watching Netflix at night, I would hop on training calls. I would learn as much as I could. And over the last three years, it's completely changed my life. I do this full time now. I no longer work a nine to five. Um, I transitioned from sales to marketing. I took a pay cut because I was starting to make money in this business. And then eventually I just stopped working the nine to five life. I wasn't in the office anymore. Um, my daughter is with me full time. So she's no longer in daycare. And it's just really been a stepping stone and a foundation for me to build my brand overall. And I never really knew that was going to happen. I just kind of stepped out of my comfort zone little by little, started to build and build and create more content. And now I'm here. And it's, it's just crazy how much your life can change in such a short amount of time. Yes. That was such a beautiful way to say it, that it was a stepping stone that now has turned in your, to your foundation. Um, let's talk about that, how you create content. Let's talk about social media for a second. That's how I found you, I think is through reels. And first of all, I just really appreciate how you are such an example of what you share and I appreciate your message for women that they can follow their path. Um, so with social media, how do I even want to, I have so many questions for you, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> so with, I feel like being fairly new to media and having a following, how do you navigate the algorithm? And then yeah. how do you have the mindset to show up as yourself um, while also handling feedback or criticism or any good or bad feedback? I feel like it, like, I feel like even if it's a positive comment, it's almost still hard for me to take it in. Like I'm not meant to take in so much feedback. So how do you navigate growing on social media and then all the feedback? Okay. Well, let me just say, um, it's taken a while for me to get to this place. I never was a confident person at all. So when I get messages or comments where people are like, you're exuding confidence. I'm like, it still makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, <laughs> am I this person? I never thought me and that word would go together. Um, so it's taken me a while, but when you talking about, um, you know, criticism, you get it all the time, as you probably know, on social media, people will sit behind their phones or computers, say stuff that they probably would never say to you in person. Um, and like you said, even some feedback that's po- positive, you know, constructive criticism, it makes you take a look at yourself and second guess a lot of things. Um, Over time, with me allowing myself to be authentic through reels and TikToks, because I really feel that that's where my personality came out and people started to really get to know me as a person, my sense of humor. Um, Something switched in me where I was like, I don't care because I know that what I'm doing is good. And I know that what I'm doing is positive. And for that one negative message, I'm getting 20 messages from other women saying, you know, you inspired me, you make me want to start my business, you made me laugh today, you know, little things like that, I try and just focus on the good part. And I know that I'm doing stuff that's positive. So some someone finds something negative out of that. Personally, I look at that as okay, something I said or did triggered something in you that has nothing to do with me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's taken me a while to get there. And don't get me wrong, there's times where I'm like, come on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> people are just, you know, people want to be trolls. And we talk about it all the time on social media. But you know what? I look at it that too. When those comments come out, it's normally because something is getting a lot of views, it's going viral. So, yes. But then looking at the negative part of that, I'm like, hey, the more haters, it means I'm doing something good. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Um, as far as the yeah. algorithm goes, um, you know, it's changing all the time, as you know. And I actually saw a video the other day from someone high up in Instagram, and they're saying that Instagram right now is competing with TikTok. So it's becoming a video platform. So reels are really being pushed right now. Um, As far as, you know, taking advantage of the algorithm, I really try and post my feed a couple of pictures a week. I post, you know, three reels if I can. Um, I'm utilizing Instagram stories every single day. You know, whatever buttons and features that they have, they want you to use those. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, quizzes, questions, polls, things like that. So I can interact with people. Another part of that is also interacting with other accounts. So commenting, messaging people. Um, There's this new feature. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but Instagram came out with badges. So they're like badge milestones where they'll set a certain date. I think the next one is mid-August. So if you go live for 30 minutes with someone else by the certain date, they'll pay you out for it. So Instagram's really push. I know, right? What? <laughs> I know. It's if you have. Can we go live? Of- yes, we should go live. Absolutely. <laughs> For at least 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so they're really wanting you to utilize these features and they're rewarding you for that, which I think is cool because TikTok started a creator fund as well. So they're really starting to mimic each other and. I always say, if you want to be successful on social media, don't get complacent because it's changing all the time and your story views are going to go up and down, but just, you know, do your research, use the different tools that they're giving you and they're going to reward you by pushing your content out. And of Mm -hmm. course, reels. I mean, those are huge right now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I did not expect you to spill the tea like that, but you just gave us your whole process, your rundown. Like, oh my God, go. everybody knows. So, so yeah. <laughs> also, I've noticed one of the amazing ways that you leverage your social media platform is forming community. So um, I don't know if this is something that you founded or what this is, but Badass Babes Club, yeah. can you talk about that? What is that? How do I get involved? <laughs> So, you know, a big thing that has happened for me over the last three years is meeting so many women and men um, through my business. And we've built a community of like-minded people who are, you know, entrepreneurs, um, into beauty, whatever it is. And through that, I realized how important community really is. It's kind of like, you know, the girlfriends that I didn't even know I needed in my life. And now that I have them, they're not allowed to leave me. Um, (laughs) I wanted to create a community that not only is a community for, you know, like-minded women, entrepreneurs, 
um, maybe women who want to start to expand on social media, but just a platform where we're encouraging and empowering women and saying, you know, you are a badass. You can do this. Um, I'm really big on quotes. I love to post some to my stories. Um, you know, self-love, stepping out of your comfort zone, tips and tricks, things like that. Um, we have some awesome women on my team. One of them owns a marketing agency. So she posts content a lot too, just sharing tips and tricks for branding yourself and, you know, how to promote yourself on social media. So I really want to take that to the next level, but it's been great so far. Yes. You, I have even noticed that you're really good at sharing content and sharing value, even if it's not necessarily yours, like you'll repost little stories or repost quotes like that. Um, and I love that you practice and preach that there's room for everyone. And I feel like you really strongly have that abundance mindset. So I want to talk a little bit about mindset. I feel like we can really tap into this together. So I feel like we're aligned. So I want to talk about if you had any money mindset shifts, especially going from freelance with makeup and corporate, and then now really being able or being in a position where you can actually build your wealth. Like, did you have any limiting beliefs around money that you had to work through or any like programming or anything like where you felt like you had like a earning ceiling where now that you're tapping into your potential, it's like, whoa, like who is she? Did you experience that? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's, I really went from the scarcity mindset to the abundance mindset. And again, I never thought I would get to this place. Um, you know, I had a lot of limiting beliefs around money, especially in the industry that I was in. Um, when I was in sales, I kind of only saw myself going so far. I, you know, when I got into marketing, there is kind of a limit when it comes to salary. So I was like, all right, this is how much I'm probably going to make. Maybe I'll get a five to 10% raise after a few years, but this is where my lifestyle is going to be at. So I kind of accepted that. Um, and then when I got into a business like I'm in now where there is no cap, <laughs> I can make as much money as I want to make. It's allowed me to shift my mindset and set really big goals that to be honest, to this day, really scare me. I'll write those numbers down each month or for the year. And I'm like, you know, I still kind of go back to that. Can I do this? Is that really doable? Um, you know, negative talk that I dealt with for so many years, but, you know, writing those numbers down, saying them out loud, looking myself in the mirror with affirmations, like you are worthy of this. You are worthy to be a millionaire to, you know, have generational income for your whole family to be able to do all of these things. And the more I say it out loud, the more you start to believe it. And I feel like also when you write numbers down, when you write specific goals down, like, you know, how you have your journal and everything, when you write it down, it's manifestation. You're starting to, to have the wheels turn. Everything just starts to um, go towards that path, that goal. And when you have that big number, that's big, scary goal, you know what you need to do to get there. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like I used to just kind of go through life being like, well, this is kind of it. And this is the house that I'm going to have. And this is the lifestyle. And I probably won't be able to go on vacations and do all this stuff. But 
I'll be comfortable. And now I'm like, no, you can. Here's my thing. I always thought being rich meant somehow you were selfish. And that was kind of my limiting belief around it. That rich people didn't get there by being genuine and honest and authentic. And now I know that you you can have all of those things. You can have that abundance and be a good person. And I kind of had to work through a lot of that, but I feel like I'm on the other side now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a powerful strength. So yeah. Is that how you set goals? Like, is that your process where you will write it down, affirm it to yourself, say it to yourself? Um, like, yeah. Tell us about your goal setting process. So I have that clear because I need to do it. <laughs> So the great thing about my business is that we can kind of start over every month. And so I set a new, I set very specific number goals. Um, you know, how many people I want to expand my business to how many customers I want. So I write down very specific goals every month, but then I have yearly goals that I kind of build off of. Um, so for example, I want this amount of money or I am going to, see this amount of money in my bank account by the, by December, 2021. Um, I will go on this many vacations. This is exactly where I want to go to, um, you know, different things like that. I get very specific and write it in a present term or present tense rather than I, you know, I might, I really want to say, no, I am going to. And I think that puts so much power behind it. Um, another weird thing that I do, I don't know if this is weird. I have a secret Pinterest board because I'm a very visual person um, where I will look up different things, um, maybe like a woman with a designer purse or um, someone traveling to Paris. I will save all of these to this board that which I call manifest. And so every time I'm, you know, talking to myself negatively, or I, I don't believe that I can do something or I get off track. I go back to that Pinterest board and I scroll through and I'm like, this is going to be your life. Look at how far you've come where you are now. Mm -hmm. This is your future. And so that kind of reaffirms things for me too. Mm -hmm. I have to sometimes see it. So those are my little, Oh, Thanks. Absolutely. I love that you go back and connect with it often. That's so funny because I figured you'd be like this, but I'm this exact same way. And on my Pinterest, on my manifestation Pinterest board, I have Paris and designer bags. That's all it is. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just so Chanel, Chanel, Chanel. Absolutely. A girl sitting in a nice car with her, her nice jewelry yeah. her bag. We probably have the same pictures. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> Someday people will be pinning our pictures. How about that? I love that. So I, I want to talk about something that is such a powerful tool is having multiple streams of income. Um, and I think a lot of women want that and they don't know how to do that. So especially with working for yourself and online, like, can you share, obviously don't get too personal, but can you share like, what are our options with that? And like, how, how do you find how to have multiple streams of income with your online business? Absolutely. So obviously my beauty business is really the foundation for everything. It's been the tool that's allowed me to branch out into these different areas. Um, but just like I said, with uh, Instagram badges, 
they're now allowing creators to get paid online for, you know, utilizing their features. TikTok, for example, started a creator fund as well, which you can apply to, and they will pay you out. It's, it's kind of hard to understand, but it's a payout on the daily and it's based off of views, engagement, things like that. Um, another great way, if you're wanting to branch out, you know, do creator stuff, influencer types of things, um, is affiliate marketing. Um, you know, brands, you can reach out to them. They might reach out to you and you can work with them short-term, long-term. There's things where you can, they'll send you a promo code. And if anyone purchases using your promo code, you get some sort of kickback. And it's pretty cool because as you start to build that, you're almost building a portfolio building your media kit, things like that. And so you're starting to expand and work with bigger brands who not only will, you know, maybe pay you for specific content, but they will pay you out with a promo code with that affiliate marketing. So you're just starting to build and build and build. Um, Other ways, you know, like I said, brands will sometimes reach out or again, you can reach out to them too. Mm -hmm. And they'll, do a one-time payment and they'll say, Hey, you know, we want you to create a TikTok video. Here's our specific requirements. We'll pay you this amount. You can obviously negotiate as well. And, you know, something like that could be a one-time gig, but it can turn into something long-term as well. Mm. And I see women all the time creating Etsy pages, um, working for networking companies, you know, building their own brand, their services, classes. There are so many ways, especially through social media, that you can not only build a brand for yourself, but have these multiple streams of income. And it, you know, again, go on to Pinterest, do your research, but I would not just focus on one thing. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, if we learned anything from COVID too, is that, you know, our jobs are not guaranteed. And I figured that out from working a nine to five, you know, if something happens, I don't have that desk job. So I might as well have a backup and another backup. And, you know, that's, what do they say? Millionaires have seven streams of income on average. So, you know, as you start to build that income as well, you can get into investments, Airbnbs, different properties, but there's just so many resources. Yeah. It's really limitless. Absolutely limitless. Um, yeah, like the opportunities are out there. I think with women or at least with me in my circle, it feels like the issue is really just not feeling like worthy or capable of like succeeding at those opportunities. So I want to talk about, um, more of your mindset and like, um, I think you mentioned maybe in our notes before this, that you, um, used to kind of count yourself out and you had like toxic thought patterns and negative self-talk. And I struggled with the same thing without even realizing it, like, especially the negative self-talk, like every time I look in the mirror, it would be something negative. And I didn't realize it until I like habitually practiced, um, you know, replacing it with a positive Absolutely. thing about my image. So Can you talk about, you know, like the habits or the practices that you had to do or even help or professional help with therapy to get yourself into a mindset where like, 
I'm capable of this. I'm so smart. I'm so driven. Like I am supported. I have the tools. Like, how did you make that shift? Like, what were your mentors for that? What was your support? Absolutely. So I'm a big advocate and I talk a lot about mental health and, you know, my struggles, my journey, and it's, it's been a roller coaster. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've learned a lot, especially over the last couple of years about myself, my mindset, my limiting beliefs that again, you don't even realize you're talking to yourself a certain way or counting yourself out. Um, but I was doing it constantly. And so when I was presented with certain opportunities, I would already think of, I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified enough. Why are they even reaching out to me? Um, if I do send something, they're not even going to like it. And all these thoughts are going through my mind before I even tried to do it. Um, so there are many things that I turned down or I went into it with such a negative mindset that I wasn't being authentic, but I will say again, you know, mental health therapy, talk therapy for me was huge. Just having someone who didn't know me mm -hmm. to kind of talk through these limiting beliefs, where they came from. A lot of us deal with what, what do they call it? Like big T and little T trauma when we're young and we don't even realize as adults, how much that stuff sticks with us. Um, you know, from a very young age, I dealt with confidence issues, body issues. And so I was always chasing this perfectionism and that followed me into my adult life without even realizing it. So going to therapy and doing talk therapy as well as hypnotherapy, which scared me a lot before I even did it. It was this maybe lack of control. You know, you're tapping into my brain, what's going on. Um, those two things together truly changed my, my life, my mindset and feeling worthy. Um, hypnotherapy is so interesting because it really is tapping into that subconscious, those limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves that we consciously don't even realize. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I started to work through that and change the way that I was talking to myself, I felt like my outer world changed, you know, maybe if there were toxic people in my life or toxic habits that I had every day, those started to just slowly change because they weren't needed anymore. I, I don't, I don't want no. to be around that. You know, it's, it's so wild how it works. I remember my hypnotherapist, Lindsay Robinson, she's amazing. Um, he told me just be aware that through this nine week process that we're going through, your life's going to change and it's going to get uncomfortable, but you're changing who you are and how you talk to yourself. And so your environment around you is going to change as well. And it did very quickly, but in the best way, sometimes you have to maybe move away from people or distance yourself or find a new group of friends or business partners to kind of align with your new goals, your new mindset, because you can't really relate to those people anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, again, it's been a process, but I always recommend therapy to everyone. And it can be in so many different forms. You know, yoga sometimes is therapy to people, talk therapy, hypnotherapy, there's so many different ways. But we all have stuff I feel like we can all work through. And I think it's important to release it, you know, mm -hmm. forgive it in a way, 
and then mm-hmm. move forward because or else we kind of just stay stuck and we hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been really powerful for me. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for being open about that and for sharing your story with it. I know that's, you know, really vulnerable. Um, but I know really appreciated by me and anyone listening is really going to relate to that. And I loved how you said that those thoughts that you had to work through, like the limiting beliefs and the toxic thought patterns, like those weren't needed. Like, whoa, (laughs) that blew my mind. (laughs) That blew my mind. So going along with, you know, using your skills and your gifts and really tapping into that. Can you kind of take me through like what your typical like work day or work week looks like? And like, what, what are your skills and gifts? Like, are you really good at time management? Are you really organized? Take us through what that looks like. <laughs> Girl, I wish I could sit here and be like, I am so organized. Oh my gosh. It's so I kind of joke a lot that I'm pretty ADD. I get distracted very easily. Um, luckily I work in an industry where I can bounce from one thing to another, but I have found with me wanting to expand, to grow, to do all of these new things, I have to get organized Mm -hmm. and I want to be someone who writes down a to-do list every day, but writing things down, just, it isn't me, but typing on my computer or my phone is. So I go into my notes, I create a weekly Um, to-do list. Maybe if I have collaborations coming up, if I have to run numbers for my team down to working out, taking 30 minutes to go outside, I write down everything and I have the little bubble next to it. So I can physically just check it off. Um, I remember someone the other week was saying, you know, when you follow through on your tasks on the daily or week, um, you build confidence without even realizing it because you're holding yourself accountable. And I was just kind of going every day, you know, well, if this happens, great. If it doesn't. And now I really hold myself accountable and there's days where I can't get to certain things and I just push it to the next day. But, you know, to-do lists have been huge for me and, you know, skills wise, I would say, you know, as I've learned about myself and been able to open up, I feel like I've been able to connect with people on a deeper level. And that might be a skill of mine, especially in my industry and what I do. Um, I really like to get to know people, um, their strengths, their weaknesses, help build confidence in others. I always tell my friends that I should have gone to, um, cool to be a therapist or a psychologist because the brain and people are just so interesting to me. Um, you know, I think another skill of mine is being able to let loose and be silly and goofy and, um, try and be as authentic as possible. I also, as you probably know, love social media. So, you know, learning as much as I can, expanding on new platforms, um, learning new features, things like that's really exciting for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't know. I don't know what else, what else am I good at? <laughs> no, that's amazing. Honestly, can I just say, I ask that question in every interview and you listed off like the most amount of things. Oh. So I love that you are like in tune with like what you got. Like, yes, yeah. bitch. Yes. It's hard though sometimes when people ask you about you. Like, 
I used to be able to talk about my friends and family all day and say all of the amazing traits that they had. And then if someone turned it on me, oh my gosh, I would freeze up. I'm like, uh, now I've learned, no, you are these things. You are amazing at this. You do have these skills. And the more you say it out loud, the more you believe it, right? <laughs> yeah. And people need those from you. Like I, I need everything you're giving in this interview. So I just, I'm so excited about it. So this was, I mean, just so beyond valuable and informative and just so inspiring. And like, I could tell you're high vibe. Um, so if you could leave us with some advice for your younger self or advice for anyone listening, like with being seen, with sharing your voice and your platform, um, what's anything you can leave us with? Yeah. So I was kind of going through like, you know, things I might tell my younger self. I think there's so many, but confidence is obviously key, but you cannot be confident while you're comparing yourself to others. Um, I spent so much time looking at other people and what they were doing and what they were accomplishing And rather than using that to fuel myself, um, I feel like that hindered me in a lot of ways. And um, so, you know, stop comparing yourself to others. You are not them. And that's what makes you so amazing and so beautiful and so unique. And I wish, you know, as a younger kid, I could have really expanded on that and held my head higher and um, went after certain things that scared me. But I'm here now, you know, it it doesn't matter how old you are, but you know, if you're wanting to do something, you, you will know in your heart, you will know in your soul, go after it. And I know that's so simple, but if I never would have said yes to doing what I do now out of fear, out of being scared that people are going to judge me, I wouldn't be sitting here right now with you. You know, I wouldn't be living an authentic life, um, connecting with people, building a community. And I don't feel like that little itch inside of us to do something goes away. So just rip off the bandaid, try it. You never know what could happen. What do we always say? You know, let's say two years from now, you could be in the same place or you could be living your dream life. Yeah. Either way, you know, you might as well try. And you're going to learn so many things through that experience of trying something new. You're going to learn so much more about yourself and you're not even just going to grow, you know, business wise, but you're going to grow as a person. You are going to build confidence and yeah, just go for it. Just rip off the bandaid. Don't be scared. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Can I just say your daughter is so lucky to have you as her example. And I, one of my top affirmations I always say is by, I think, how do I say it? It's like by you creating this space for you, it also creates a space for other people to do the same. And you're such an example of that. So where can we find you? What is next for Lauren Nicole White? Give us all the tea. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Lauren Nicole White is my handle. Pretty simple. Um, my next phase, I'm really excited about. I am building a website, a blog. Um, I really want to connect with people and really share my story, tips and tricks. And so that's going to be a big thing for me, you know, content wise, building that, um, creating more videos, 
and just overall creating this brand that is Lauren Nicole White. I don't really know exactly where it's going, but I'm excited to see where it takes me. So yeah, oh, the yeah. website is coming out, I think in the next month, month and a half, and it's just going to expand from there. Amazing. Well, I will link to all of that down below. Thank you so much. You are such a light. And like I said, just such a great example of what's possible. So thank you.